that lets you save I want you to live a healthy lifestyle. Sounds crazy, right? Like, this is free. Like, I'm not paying you guys to sit here. This is free information. All I ask is that it's implemented so that you can make changes in your life and start to feel better. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to, well, I guess you could be watching this at another time of day, but it is morning here at the time of this recording, so good morning. Today we are talking about holiday digestion. This is an important topic. Gobble wobble. (laughs) You like that title? Today I want to show you how you can stay on track with digestion during the holiday season. This is a tough one. I got to tell you, it's not going to be um, easy for a lot of people, but I'm going to give you some tips, some hacks, some tricks. Not really. I'm going to give you some real lifestyle ideas on what you can do to easily protect your digestive system throughout the holiday season. How does that sound? (laughs) I got lots of tips here. Digestion is something we specialize in. Um, I'm going to run through a handful of ideas. This, I feel like this could be, there could be a part two here without even trying um digestion is a big challenge for a lot of people dorothy and i both went through really difficult digestion challenges in our life which is why we know how to fix it because we fixed our own health our digestive health and um i fixed mine dorothy fixed hers we worked together to make that happen i had like really bad it was it was kind of crazy i had like really bad cramping it and there's a period of of my life it happened like once a month and like it got to a point where i knew it was happening like it was going to come and um so i um i would have like really bad cramps like all night long and i'd be literally be in the fetal position on the floor in the bathroom because i would be dry heaving and um and then for so this would have it'd be like this episode and i knew i could tell when it was coming because i started to get like sweating for no reason i started sweating and get like really like heavy sweat and i'm like what's happening to my body and then from there um i would go like i'd be in the bathroom and i'd be dry i never really threw up like that's not really my thing I don't know why, but like in most cases, like I probably count on one hand how many times I've thrown up in my life and mostly through childhood, like as an adult, I don't know if I've ever thrown up. <laughs> At any rate, I would dry heave and I, and I knew it was coming. So I would get the, so when I start to get, this is once a month, it didn't happen for like at least a six month stretch. And then it'd take a break for a little bit, then it'd come back and I'd take the, I'd get the trash basket. I put it next to the bed because I knew it was, I knew it was coming. So I, then I started going to the bathroom and I would like basically sleep on the bathroom floor. It was terrible. What a terrible experience. <laughs> 
And um, and then for the next three days, I was like doubled over. Like I could barely walk for the next three days. And this happened for a long time. It felt like a lifetime. Um, and then we started, that's kind of where my, some of you may have heard of my book, Detoxify Yourself. That's what stemmed from it because I was like, went to the, the doctor, I got blood tests, I went to uh, visit or not professionals and like no one really knew. They're like, oh, it just happens, right? And I'm like, well, obviously there's a reason. <laughs> So at this point in my life, I really got into food. I, I went just a deep dive. I looked into um, gluten, uh, soy products, along with genetically modified foods, um, and and a little, did a little bit deeper um, dive into dairy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to live an elimination diet until I figure out what's happening because I felt it was it was fixable and I felt it was food. So from there, um, I cut out gluten, dairy, soy, and GMOs because as I was digging deep into my research, these were causing, like these four seemed to be causing a lot of issues in our life. Um, so then I cut all of them out. <laughs> no dairy, no gluten, no soy, no genetically modified foods. Of course, soy is a G GMO, but at any rate, um, and my health started to get better and I started to have less and less of those episodes, right? So um, that's a quick flyby of mine. Then I wrote my book, Detoxify Yourself. I came up with a 30 day, 30 day meal plan of complete recipes, grocery shopping lists of every one of those being eliminated. So um, that's how I know that one of those. And then now I don't live. I, I shouldn't. I don't know if I live like that all the time. Let's see. I still have I have dairy now. Um, a little bit of gluten and, and I don't go out of my way to avoid gluten. It's just not something I consume. Like the food that, um, foods that contain gluten, I don't really consume anyways, like a little bit of bread here, but that's not really a big deal. So soy, zero soy and zero GMOs. So that I'm guessing that that was probably linked to one of those because I still, I have dairy now quite often, much more than I have in the past. And then gluten's not really a thing. So I'm guessing it was a, like a soy product or GMO product. This is an important topic and, and a, a very popular topic. So that was my story. That's why I wrote my book, Detoxify Yourself. And that's how we started teaching people how to pre-meal plan and prepare. Now, that's different than our MAP program, just so you guys know. Some of you are on our Metabolism Accelerator program. Some of you have heard about it. We teach differently for different people and we have different programs, right? We don't just have one size fits all. That Detoxify Yourself has worked well for a lot of people. Our MAP program is now working well for a lot of people and some people pick and choose. When we decide to start working with someone, we decide or we figure out what's best for them. Okay, fast forward or jump over to Dorothy real quick and she had, she'll tell you the story or she said many times like she had really bad digestive issues. She'd actually never eat at a restaurant. If she ever ate at a restaurant, it'd have to be by the door because in most cases, every time she ate, she had to run in the bathroom and have some kind of diarrhea. <laughs> She tells her story way better than I do. So at any rate, we went and um, looked at her whole nutrition. We broke it all down, a little bit of elimination, um, and just started to live a healthier lifestyle. And that's that's it. I mean, we started to, I mean, it's not that simple. Like we started to pay attention to the food that we were eating, how it was prepared, where it came from, all the ingredients. Like, And it was a process. It wasn't an overnight thing. But um, I feel like it's important for you guys to understand a bit of our, our back history and why I'm talking about digestion to begin with. And here's the thing is that a lot of people come with us, come to us first with the, uh, energy issues. Like I have no energy, what's happening? And I'm like, well, what does your food look like? And they're like, uh-huh, I came to you about uh, digestion or I came to you about energy. Why are you talking about food? Because in most cases, our digestion is out of whack, which takes all of our energy. So think about, for example, like that's your core. Like 
you can't survive without your digestion, right? That's in the middle of your body. So when that is upside down, that affects the rest of your body. And obviously that's draining energy from the rest of your body to your digestive tract because it's trying to figure out what's happening. And anyone that's have digestive issues, I'm guessing that's all of you here, is um, your life is upside down. Like I went through it for the only one time in my life I dealt with some um, constipation. That was with, I was taking uh, prescription medication, which is one of the reasons, did I say that right? I, I dealt with, um, I dealt with constipation when I was on medication. I was taking activated charcoal while on medication, even though it's not recommended, but I wasn't willing to deal with the constipation. It was terrible. My gosh. And I know, that's why I know when people write in, they're like, hey, I'm dealing with some constipation. And I'm like, I feel like internally like terrible because I know what that feels like. So um, from at any rate, from there, in most cases, we look at food and we break down food. And here's the thing. Super interesting is that a lot of people feel like I'd probably say 85% of people say that their food is good. Like I hear it all the time. Oh, my food is pretty good. I need more help with fitness. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want to look at your food or not really? And I leave that up to the client or customer. If they say no, you can't give someone information that they're not open to receiving. So like, oh, just fitness, but they don't have any, they, their food isn't very good at all. And they have no energy to work out. So their workouts are suffering. So it's a whole cycle and a whole picture. And that's one of the reasons why it doesn't work for some people that are like, they're like, hey, um, I want to work with you guys, but I only need this piece. And I'm like, well, it's not one piece. Like, I don't need your mindset. I'm pretty strong minded. But then there's no willpower to get through workouts, right? Like, obviously, mindset is lacking. And then they're like, oh, I'm good with nutrition. I just need workouts. Like, why didn't you get your workout in? I don't have any energy. Why don't you have any, why don't you have any energy? Because you're not putting the right foods in your body, right? So it's all connected. So that's why when we work with people, we don't work with pieces or parts. We work with the, the whole picture. We're a holistic lifestyle company. And that's really, in my opinion, the only way to see results. Okay, so when it comes to digestion in particular, you guys should um, pay very close attention to like over the holiday season in particular, but pay close attention to mindful eating. This is one of my, this is one of my easy tips to give because I have always been a slow eater. I should always say I've always been a very mindful eater. <laughs> From as long as I can remember, I eat slowly. And and I feel like at, at a point in my life, I felt like that was like a downfall. Like people actually like friends and like family make fun of me for eating so slow. And now we get into um, adulthood and we realize how important that is. So we actually go to restaurants with friends and family and we will hardly be done half of our meal and friends and family meals will be gone. Or <laughs> we'll sit at a restaurant and like we'll have like we'll sit at a restaurant someone will come there after us eat all their food <laughs> leave and we're not finished our meal yet <laughs> so here's the thing is that i'm not trying to get you to like purposely eat slow i'm trying to get you to be considerate of the food that you're eating like and, and i suppose at a deeper level you can you can show appreciation or gratitude like if you think for example like how fast you eat your food without like hardly chewing it or appreciating it like there's no real gratitude right there. Like think about it for a minute. Like someone, and if you have your own garden or if you grow your own food, like you have a, I feel, I feel like you have a deeper appreciation of food. Now that doesn't happen very often anymore because everyone's so busy and no one takes a break. So there's a big disconnect in children and food now. Like they don't know where food comes from. Like I was very fortunate. I grew up in an era, and many of you did, where you had a garden. Everyone had a garden. I grew up in a garden, like watching my grandmother in the garden every day in the summertime, right? And um, I would help and participate as well. But that is, that's something that's happening less and less. And then you know, cities are growing bigger and farms are shrinking. It's just the whole process, right? So 
that disconnect with appreciation of food, like someone created that food, like someone, someone is cooking that food, right? Someone is preparing that food. Like if you're at a restaurant or someone's making it look nice, someone's trying to make it. Like I, we went out with some people and they were like, as soon as the food came, they started complaining about their food. And I just thought for a second, like, first of all, complaining is a habit. The more you complain, the more you tend to complain. And then you find other people to complain with. So as soon as they, they hardly looked at their food and they started to complain about their food. And I thought like, they're just so conditioned to complain. They didn't even look. And I was like thinking about like the chef or the waitress, like having a, like a clear consideration of other people in this world. Like, what are you doing to them? Like, that's going to ruin their day <laughs> for something very minimal. Like nothing was wrong with their food. They just are in that mind frame of complaining about everything. Okay. So being mindful. And I think it's, it comes from a step-by-step process of like this food came from somewhere. Someone put a lot of time and effort into it and you let you taste the food, you chew the food and you have a conversation, right? So when you have, okay, <laughs> when you, the f- digestion starts when the food hits your plate. So let's say you're having a chicken breast or a steak or whatever you have. When you take a knife and you start cutting that food, digestion has begun because I see a lot of people having like big chunks of food and um, that's more difficult for your body to digest, right? So you have a big chunk of food, you chew it less and you swallow a bigger chunk of food. It's the same thing when you see someone put like, let's say it's rice and veggies, like it's veggies and peas and carrots mixed in, or sorry, I meant rice, rice. And you take like a big scoop of it and you like shovel it in your mouth, right? Take a couple of chomps, swallow. That's very difficult for your body to digest. So smaller, like smaller spoonfuls. And then when you're cutting meat, for example, or whatever you're cutting, cutting a cucumber, (laughs) doesn't matter what it is. Digestion has begun. I think this is something that we don't consider at all, like in any rate. And um, for, for us to sit down and understand like the smaller piece, so the smaller piece you cut, the less of it, or the the less you're going to have to chew because most people don't chew anyways. A couple chomps and swallow, and then um, your digestive tract is out of whack because it's like trying to figure out how to process these big chunks of food going into a system. So the next one is chewing your food, like actually be mindful of chewing your food because, and here's why: we have a digestive enzyme in our saliva called amylase. That amylase is coating the food as we're chewing, right? So the longer you chew, the more amylase, the more that's broken down from the digestive enzyme from your teeth before it hits your digestive tract. So that's why it's important for you to slow down and stop swallowing your food. And that's going to help improve your digestion, right? I feel like that's going to be some some new information for a lot of people. So you're you're sitting down for turkey dinner or whatever Christmas looks like and you have a big plate of food and you see people like eat it literally as fast as they possibly can. What do you think's happening happening with their digestion? And if it's not immediate, it's going to happen like if they don't have digestion issues now, they're going to have digestion issues when they get older. I can just about guarantee it. Most people have digestion issues to begin with, and that's quality of food, right? Quality of food, rancid oils, refined sugar, um, those four like GMO, soy, that's like all that nonsense. Like most people have digestive issues, which is why we have a bigger number of people watching today. And this, no- and this number will climb over the weeks because we'll, we'll share it with more people that are dealing with digestive issues. Okay. From there, what was the next thing I wanted to tell you about? The next thing in, the next thing in, in particular is um, your food combining. So this is an important one because if you're it, in it, it's how it works through your whole digestive tract. So if you're having a piece of meat, like meat and sugar don't usually go well together. Now, everything really turns into a sugar in your body. It really just depends on how quickly it processes into a sugar. I talked about the macro 
carbs, for example, in the past, and you can check that video out on any of our channels. Um, so if you're having like a white potato, that's going to turn into a sugar very quickly. So when you're combining like a piece, let's say chicken, doesn't matter, fish, chicken, steak, you have a piece of chicken and you're combining with white potatoes, there's no fiber in there to help slow that digestion. So it hits your dig dig digestive tract differently and it doesn't process properly or the way it should. So here we take this to the next level when you sit there and you watch someone that has that's eating a meal and they have a glass of milk, like a glass of milk dairy that's like liquid sugar-ish. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about milk as similar to a can of Coke, but it turns into it turns into a sugar very quickly in your body. So you're washing down a steak with a glass of milk and potatoes and your body, like your digest, your, we have like a proper system that goes through that your body should be digesting in a proper manner. And you don't give it that opportunity because you're eating too fast. And that's number one. Number two is you're combining foods together that probably shouldn't be combined. So for example, you shouldn't have like, you shouldn't have fruit with meat. That's just the food combining 101 because the sugars don't give the don't give the meat an opportunity to digest as they should in your digestive tract. So from there, you could look at a can of Coke with your meal, or you could look at a glass of milk, whatever it is, or you could look at a, uh, a thing of fruit juice, like a fruit. And here's the thing, like the tough part is like we understand nutrition at a deeper level. So we look at like, so family members are like, why can't he have um, like not just like put the sugar aside why can't he have juice with his meal like because we don't want him to have uh digestive issues at the young age like it says and they're like oh what, what does that mean obviously we're not going to sit at the table and explain that <laughs> so it's just that once you have more knowledge around the situation you can make better educated decisions so um so okay that was my food combining and we can do a whole topic like we can do a whole show on food combining i would just want to give you some more tips as we move forward activated charcoal like taking activated charcoal would be probably my number one tip for supplementation at this time so before we go to friends and family for um for lunch dinner supper whatever you call it we are good we have activated charcoal that helps with the digestive digestive process that draws out toxins that helps so what activated charcoal does is it, it absorbs um it's very porous so it absorbs like alcohol um all the nonsense like helps with refined sugar. It helps with like processed foods, like not particularly, right? It doesn't like suck up refined sugar, but it helps draw out the toxins that our body shouldn't be consuming. And then that is released through, through bowel movements. Unfortunately, in most cases, we hang on to that stuff. Like our body can't process, can't digest. That's why you have turkey dinner and the next day you feel like you have a hangover. It's not necessarily the alcohol. It's the food and that digestion that you're dealing with at a deeper level. So you have you have activated charcoal before you go. And then I would suggest afterwards when you get home or late in the evening, if you're staying late, if you're staying overnight, you have activated charcoal again. If you want to level up and you, you kind of, you had your alcohol, you had your dessert, you had your appetizers, I would tell you to take activated charcoal again in the next morning, the next morning. Here's the thing is like our bodies work incredible. Like our, like the human body is absolutely mind blowing when it comes to all the things that it can do. The problem is, is that we continue to damage our body on a continual basis and we don't do anything to help it out. Like you're going to go to family members and you're going to have chocolate that's sitting on the table. You're going to have candy. You're going to have deep fried appetizers. Like we know that. Okay, let's accept that instead of being like, oh no, that's not going to happen. Or I'm not, I'm going to go and not going to overindulge in anything, right? Let's get past that and be like, okay, how can we protect our digestive system when that happens or before that happens? 
or after that happens, right? So we have three phases of the times we can help aid our digestive tract so we don't feel so horrible during, after, or um, before, during, and after, right? Um, okay, so activated charcoal is super important. That's something I would suggest. I would, I would level up with chlorella. It's great for the immune system, 40 vitamins and minerals if you're having fish. Lots of times during appetizer season, we have um, shrimp, shrimp rings. Um, we have escargot. What else do we have? We have, um, um, I guess it doesn't matter. You guys, I'm sure you guys can figure it out. So from there, we look at, oh, for, so when you're having fish products, which we seem to like mostly have like in appetizer form, when it comes to the holiday season, you take chlorella. In, like, in the ocean, there's hard metals. Now there's more and more research coming about, about how much um, hard metals is in fish, right? So we could look at other animal products and and uh, look at digestion as well. But in this particular um, example, let's just focus. If you're going to have fish products, you need to have a chlorella. The chlorella will help draw out those hard metals from your body. Otherwise, they continue, continue to accumulate. And then what happens? You get a phone call and a family member has just been diagnosed with fill in the blank. So we have to do things to prevent our body from filling up with toxins on a regular basis. This is not once in a while. This is every day, especially during the holiday season. Okay. One of the things that I would suggest is kombucha. I'm a big fan of kombucha. Um, it seems to help out with our digestion. We have it every morning. And here's the thing. If you're not going to take it every morning, at the very least, have some kombucha before you leave. And then afterwards, for us, like we just went to my mom's house and she's on the healthy train, fortunately. So she has kombucha in her fridge. So do you want kombucha? Our little guy every morning, he calls it booch. Booch, booch, booch. <laughs> He'll say it about 4 million times until he gets his booch. So if you have littles running around and even to teenagers, I don't know, like you lead, lead by example, if they're teenagers and you start drinking kombucha and they've never seen it before, obviously they're not going to be all that excited about it. But the younger your kids are to get them started off, the better off they're going to be. Same thing with chlorella. Our little guy at the time of this recording, he's almost two. Crazy. He has spirulina every morning. And he has uh, chlorella every day. He asks for them. He calls them geens. Geens, geens. Give me geens. So we limit them because we don't think he should have a whole bucket of them. But he chews them because he hasn't had refined sugar. And he doesn't realize that everything needs to be flavored or everything needs to be sweet and it tastes good, right? So he chews on them and he gets them every day. So that's a, a mom hack for you guys if you have kids that are a bit younger. And, it, and it, it's the same thing. If you have kids that are older, if you're really closely connected to your kids, you should be still setting an example for them. As the adult, as the older adult, as the parent figure, you stick, kids still look up to their parents or they're still watching to seeing what they're doing. If you're setting a good example for your kids, there's a good chance that they'll follow along. That's just, that's just how it goes. Um, so that's, um, that's kombucha. I would suggest bringing kombucha with you. If it's not like everyone's going to be like, what are you drinking? Like you could sip on it throughout the night. Great idea. If not, have some before you leave and then have some at the end. That's going to help break down food. That's going to help reset your digestion. That's going to help things flow out properly uh, the way it should be. One of the things I want to mention here is, is of course, as a nutrition and fitness company, I have to mention getting active. You got to be moving around. Like, so here's the thing is like, we have a big meal and many people do this every day. Like you have a huge meal and then you sit on the couch 
and you scroll through your newsfeed or you watch TV, movie, Netflix, like I don't care what it is, you're sitting and doing nothing. You need to get your body moving. Get your body moving after you eat. That will help with digestion. Like think about, for example, like everything is just sedentary, right? Like sitting there, laying there, you're stuck. Like when you when you get up and start moving around and getting active, you're actually going to help the whole digestion process proceed, <laughs> like help your body. So many times, like we're doing so many things to prevent our body from functioning at its highest level. And if I were to take a step back and I would say, okay, what are a handful of things that I would do to destroy my digestion? Let's go over it just for fun. <laughs> I would eat as quickly as I possibly could. I wouldn't chew any food. I would um, take huge bites. I would take huge spoonfuls or forkfuls. I would take, and I would chew very seldomly. That's what I would do if I was like, I want to destroy my di digestive tract. On top of that, I would eat, um, I would drink Coke or uh, juice with my meal. I would wash, like take bites, wash down my meal with Coke probably. That would probably do the worst, like a pop product. I'd probably do the most damage. I would not supplement at all. I would not do anything preventative. No activated charcoal, no chlorella, no kombucha, none of that. I wouldn't do any of that for sure. And after my meal, I wouldn't move. I would just sit in one spot. That's, that's what I would do. Think about that for a second because that's what most people do every day. And then they're like, what's wrong with my digestive check? You're the, like the problem is that you haven't done anything. And, and I feel like this might be a little bit of tough love. Some people don't want to hear this kind of stuff. But if you want to improve your digestive system, if you want to improve your digestive system, you have to do something about it, right? One of my favorite quotes is, well, first of all, if you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done, right? You want better digestion, you take action steps for better digestion. And number two is, what got you here won't get you there. That's my second favorite quote. Like what you got, he what got you here in life, maybe, like we will work with a lot of menopausal women, for example, right? Like they've never had certain issues they're dealing with now. So whatever got you here, maybe lack of exercise, maybe um, not really paying attention to your food and you never really gained weight before. But now what got you here is not gonna get you there. You're gonna have to start getting active. Pay attention to your food. For those of you in, with digestion issues in particular, I'm guessing most people don't do a whole lot of prevention. Let's just be real. I used to do a lot of talk about prevention and then realized no one really cared about prevention. In most cases, we're interested in treatment. So most people are probably here, I'm guessing, at least in part because you're dealing with digestive issues now, not that you're worried about having digestive issues in the future. So we got to deal with the situation now. And that's for you to start taking action steps today to start improving that. And probably, and this is just me being honest with you, the probably the worst thing you could do is watch this. Like, Maybe not the worst thing you can do, but the biggest waste of time is for you to watch this and not take any action steps towards that. And I only say that is because I want you, I want this show to help you. I want you to live a healthy lifestyle. Sounds crazy, right? Like this is free. Like I'm not paying you guys to sit here. This is free information. All I ask is that it's implemented so that you can make changes in your life and start to feel better. And then you're like, hey, Drew actually knows what he's talking about. To sit here and not do, take any action steps isn't going to benefit anyone, right? Hi. <laughs> okay, let's wrap things up here. So you got to get my last tip was before I said what you shouldn't do <laughs> is to get moving. So many times we have a big meal and we sit on the couch and we're like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. <laughs> and then for like Christmas, Thanksgiving kind of thing, we get up. Once we have a bit of, bit of uh, newfound energy, and then we start eating, then we start eating again, right? So I would encourage you to go for a walk around the block, at least, very least, walk around the house for more than three minutes, or from the kitchen table to the couch. Go for a walk. Ask the family, like, "Hey, 
I'm, I'd like to go get some fresh air. Who wants to go for a walk? So getting your body active and moving is super important. Um, if you guys are interested in any of those products, they're on our website, trueformlife.com. We have activated charcoal. We have chlorella. We also have a detox. Um, we have a, a sorry, we, we have a detox bundle. We'll probably talk about more in January, but we have a digestion bundle uh, that's discounted if you guys want those products. Um, and then just let me let me end that off with um, oh, fiber. A lot of you just aren't getting enough fiber and not talking about like fiber pills or Metamucil or like you can get like a seed powder that's like flaxseed mixture with with like flax, right? That's fine. The problem here is that we're not getting enough fibrous foods in our diet, like vegetables. <laughs> Eat your vegetables. You're getting fiber. That's going to help break down your other macros. That's why that's why veggies are so important and they're so forgotten about, like we call it the forgotten about macro. Like you look at keto, for example, a lot of people deal with digestive issues on keto. Mostly they're worried about their uh, macro count with uh, protein and fats, right? Very little veggies. And that's where we have digestive issues. You see a lot of people like in Alberta, we deal with like, we have like the big, we have like the big beer belly, right? Um, I, I've seen that more in Alberta than other places in the world, but that's usually meat and potato kind of diet because of Alberta beef, in my opinion, and then very little veggies. So at any rate, that's what I'm going to leave you with is that increase your veggie count <laughs> throughout the day, especially during the holiday season to, um, to help your body digest the foods that, that it needs to digest. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.